Hello, and welcome to Spiderwebs, a collection of spooky stories and haunting hearsays, original stories written by me, the Z, for all of you. My voice has changed, my attitude had changed, everything changes. It's been a long time since I've told you a story. And the story I'm going to give you tonight was written a long time ago. And with my new daunting, downtrodden voice, I would like to introduce a story as old as I am, which is pretty old. It's titled Roses Are Red. If you don't pay attention to the warnings, the warnings will get you. I'm terrible at pretensing a story. So put up with it. You downloaded it and you'll enjoy it, I hope. And if you don't enjoy it, well, at least I hope I made you a little uncomfortable. had just come in through the musty, hazed basement window as Parker opened his eyes. The snow that had fallen the night before made his basement apartment glow so brightly that Parker could hardly keep his eyes open. He felt extra special today, for today was Valentine's Day. He could hardly wait to see his beloved Sarah. They had planned a long weekend together, just the two of them in his cabin in upstate New York. As Parker's eyes started adjusting to his room, he noticed some kind of leaf or a small piece of paper on the floor. One thing about Parker was the overwhelming strength and charisma of anal retentiveness he received from the German side of his family, and there was no explanation for anything else to be on the floor that he didn't put there himself. He went to pick up the object that lay on the freshly vacuumed rug when he noticed what it was. Parker looked at the object and smiled at the thought that Sarah must have snuck into his apartment late in the night to put such a glorious rose petal on the floor. Just then the phone rang. Parker answered. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning, honey. Sarah's soft voice made him feel as if he was slowly being coated in warm flannel blankets from head to foot. Thank you for the rose petal. I didn't even hear you come in last night. I was home last night. I never came by. What are you talking about? Hmm... I thought maybe you put this on my floor. Are you seeing someone else on the side? Sarah asked in her subtle yet cute-as-can-be fashion. I guess it's possible. You know I can hardly get any sleep with all the women coming in here night after night, day after day, hour after hour. Okay, big man. When you get a free hand, you can come and get some of me in about 30 minutes. I should be ready to go by then. All right, sweetie, I'll see you then. Now give me a kissy-poo. 
Parker felt like one of those googly men in the relationship that had lost all power to be Mr. Macho and gave her a smack that could be heard a mile away. Parker took his shower and got dressed, packed the goodies for their evening's festivities, and headed toward the door. When he opened the door, he noticed more rose petals on the snow. They seemed so neatly placed as they made a trail around to the back of the house. They looked so pretty, yet strange the way they were perfectly lined up side by side in rows of three on the white, snow-covered ground. He figured maybe his buddies must have been playing fun with him. He figured to go along with it and follow the trail. When he got around back, he saw the most incredible thing he'd ever seen in his entire life. All the petals had trailed themselves into what must have been a six-foot-tall rose-petal snowman. The figure resembled what looked like a woman. His eyes grew wide as he gazed at the figure in total amazement. How in the world did they do that? Parker was still under the impression that his friends must have put this up in his yard as some kind of joke. The only problem was, there were no footprints in the snow at all. The snow must have covered their tracks, he thought to himself. Suddenly, a loud scream came from behind him that pierced his ears with an eerie, spine-wrenching chill. The scream seemed to travel from a distance behind him, only to swarm through him and stop in front of him. The coldness outside seemed to drop another 30 degrees in a matter of seconds. Parker was feeling very nervous and afraid to even witness such an experience. As he stood there, shaking from cold and nerves, he heard a sort of hateful grunt that echoed off the snow-covered yard, and then the rose petals exploded as if a gust of wind had stirred about, each petal dropping to the ground like a ticker tape parade. Millions and millions of rose petals lightly falling like the snow itself to the ground. He didn't know what to do. He just stood there in amazement, also waiting to see if there was more to come. Just then, he heard a car horn beep in the front yard. Parker? Parker, where the hell are you? It was Sarah, and she was pissed. Parker slowly walked to the front of the house. Sarah started yelling. What the hell have you been doing? I've been waiting for you for two hours. I've been calling, and all I got was the machine. Parker just stared at her like he hadn't slept or eaten in days. Honey, are you okay? Sarah noticed that he looked like he'd seen the devil himself. She jumped out of her car and held him. Honey, what's wrong? You look terrible. Parker tried to come back to reality the best that he could. I'm not feeling so hot. He knew he should have said something like, I just saw a rose petal snowman blow up in my face and heard screaming, that's all. But he knew that she would probably lock him up for a while for that one. I should be okay in a while. He was starting to feel a little more relaxed now that she was holding him. I wish you would have called me. I was starting to worry that you slid in the snow or something. I'm sorry, honey. It won't happen again. He put a little smile on his face to help her lose some of the worry, and also to reassure himself that what he saw was probably lack of coffee or something. But he still wondered and pondered during the long drive. Why and how did such a thing take place? He couldn't quite grasp what he saw, nor explain the symbolism of it all. Was the figure supposed to be someone in particular? Or was it just a strange yet well-crafted trick by his friends? He put it to rest and looked forward to his weekend with his Sarah. Hey Parker, we're about to cross into Pennsylvania. 
I can feel my IQ starting to rise, Sarah said with a cross-eyed look on her face. Can you feel it, honey Pooh? Why, I sure enough do, sweetheart. I sure enough. Just then, the car hit a bump in the road and lost control, spinning across the highway into the ice-patched median strip. The car jumped into the oncoming traffic. Parker instinctively put his arms around Sarah to protect her. She was pushing herself back, trying to brace herself in case they were about to hit another car coming the opposite way. A truck was heading straight for them. Parker could see he had no way of stopping in time. The truck slid across the ice and hit Parker's car on the passenger side. The loud crunch was deafening, as if in slow motion, Sarah turned and looked at Parker with terror in her eyes. Parker screamed as he saw his Sarah fold under the grill of the truck as it climbed in and through the car. He could feel the cold air rush in, and a warm, wet sensation as Sarah's blood splattered across his face. Parker felt a snap in his neck as he was pushed from his seatbelt and thrown from the car. Parker awoke in the middle of the street to see an array of debris along the highway. He must have been thrown over 40 feet. He tried to move, but he couldn't. He just laid there, helpless on the cold highway. All he could see was the remains of his car and a flower truck with the logo, Roses Are Red, written on the side. And falling all around him were millions and millions of rose petals. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight. I mean... Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's story about the warnings that can come prior to an actual situation if you don't. I can only do that sometimes. It's a story that basically tells you, pay attention. So until next time. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.